faces. Brett Lauren, how's it going? Good. How are you? Hey, not bad. We finally got this. It's been, I think we've tried three times. <laughs> yes, every, we have. And every time I have, uh, I have failed. I have failed. Glad at least you admitted it was on your end. Oh, 110%. I will admit that. So I have one question. Yes, sir. What do you do? <laughs> okay. What do I do? I, I told him pre-show I was waiting for this one question. So um, what do <laughs> I do? Yep. Uh, at the moment, I do residential and commercial solar sales. So I sell solar panels and stuff like that. Um, but that's not my true passion. My true passion, yep. just like you, is to be a podcaster. So yep. um, I'd rather talk about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, like, so what do you do like on your podcast? I mean, like, what's it called? It is called the Too Tall Sports Podcast. So I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. Uh, it's called Too Tall because I'm six seven, so I'm kind of playing off of that, that. That makes sense then. Yes, that exactly. Fits, that fits the name. Exactly. So uh, kind of during the pandemic, I, I got the bug to get on and do a podcast and get on the mm -hmm. mic. And a lot of people have been telling me, you know, you got the voice for it. You got the personality for it. So I was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and I got a big network from baseball because I used to play in the minors. So I just I started with that. And then I started expanding into sports professionals and writers and sports psychologists and all, all kinds of people, coaches and just getting their story, man. And um, my main goal in the beginning, honestly, was to get the mysterious life of minor leaguers kind of in the forefront of people's yeah. minds because nobody really knows what that life is like you know oh. unless you're a, a, a family member of a former of a player like you just don't you don't get it so that was the main goal when I started yeah it, it uh I mean like because like when I started my podcast like I had no idea like what I wanted to do I just wanted to bring baseball to me because baseball ended like I mean like during the pandemic so yeah. so it, it was kind of yeah, like, I mean, like, I just wanted to talk baseball with, with anyone. So, and then I got, uh, I ended up talking to uh, Jonathan Perrin, who sent me to Jeremy Wolf at Morton Baseball. And that's what got me into focusing more like the minor leagues. Yeah. So, no, and now, I've had Jeremy on my show. I've told you that. Yeah, uh, yep, Bear, yeah but for sure. Just it's, uh, you realize how small the baseball world is. Like yep. there's a lot of people and just now the more stuff has been exposed about how much money's in the big leagues and how little money's in the minor leagues and just Correct. how, uh, how they get treated. And it's just, um, there's a lot of good things seemingly happening to get that the minor league lifestyle kind of on the right track. Oh, hundred percent. It's, it, I mean, I, I mean, cause I've like heard stories like from people like where they've like had like sleeping cars and I mean, cause you get like 10 guys like to an apartment yeah, and just to save that money. Exactly. Yeah. And I think recently that uh, at least the first thing that came out um, from MLB is they're going to start pay uh, paying for housing, which is a huge yep. deal. Right. Yep. I mean, it doesn't solve the low pay and they yep. only get paid in the six months that they're playing. They don't make any money in the offseason. So people don't see that part. So that's why I try to shed some light on that. Uh, I know you're a big ad advocate for it, too. Oh, so. yeah. Dude, I even have a more than baseball tattoo. Do you really? I'll show you. <laughs> right here on my leg. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you it, go, man. I was, uh, yeah, so I was talking to Jeremy and then I made like a joke about it. And then he goes like, like, you won't do it. And then I went to like the tattoo shop and boom, I am now forever a advocate for minor league baseball. Damn. So yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty passionate about that now. <laughs> well, what, I guess I know you've talked to like Jonathan and, and Jeremy, but other yeah. like, what got you so passionate about minor league um, baseball? It, so so my first job, so I was actually a bat boy for the Acma Bears. And 
so like and then uh there was i mean because like i would go to the concession stands to get like the guys like drinks and food and then i was like i was always confused about that so i was like well why like you guys are professional athletes why aren't they like giving you food right so but then um and then i read a article um uh actually like about a year ago and the whole thing like with guys like the minors like i'm like this this makes sense and i mean like right away like i was like this is bullshit this is not right i mean like because i've had buddies like who have who have played played like for a few years but then they can't because they couldn't afford it right and that made no sense to me yeah so, but then now i mean like i just want to do like what i can to help them out and then like to give like the minor leaguers a voice i mean like on a podcast and just try and just do my part off the field since i don't play anymore so that's kind of I think I that's great. And yeah, exactly. And there's no union for minor league baseball. So oh, no. it's just basically we're at the mercy of, of major league baseball. And what I often tell people is, you know, they sell you on the idea of you'll make your money when you get to the big leagues. Well, only what, whatever the numbers are, 10% it's, of the yeah, it's tiny, it, you know, it's like of amount. the best players of the world. Now we're at the yeah. top of the pyramid and only a chunk of that will go. So it's just, that's why signing bonuses are so important. That's yeah, why, 100%. you know, some guys get jobs in the off season. Like it's just, um, it's a thankless job. It's less than minimum wage. If people didn't know that, like, yeah, it's <laughs> making it's less a, than it's first insane. jobs. See what, yeah. okay. Like what, what did you make your first year in the minors? Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, I started in 2008, but okay. I mean, it was definitely not a thousand a month. Like not, yeah. not close to, it was probably six or 800, maybe a month, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It just, and that, and again, that's like, and that was a, my first season was right out of college. So we didn't start in April when normals uh, mm -hmm. minor league starts, we started in June after the draft. So I only played for like three months and got, you know, and that was it. So yeah. it was, and then you have a long off season and then you got, you know, there's no job security either. Right. So when yeah, you show nope. up to spring training, you are not guaranteed a spot on a team when you oh. break camp. Oh no. There's, so you're at the mercy of the organization too. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, I mean, like, cause I'm looking at your baseball reference right here and it says, uh, and then like, so you played up in uh, Everett. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, so okay. I played, so yeah. yeah. So you're, so uh, did you play in Yakima at all? Like, I did not. Games? I don't okay. think I played in Yakima. I was moved up like a month after I got there. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't there very long. Yeah, because that was a year I was actually one of the bad boys. Oh, so, really? 2008? Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah, I was like, tw it was, uh, yeah, two, 2008, uh, 2009. I was, uh, yeah, I mean, like, so I was that close, that Damn. close to being your bad boys. <laughs> I know. What a small world that would have been. Yeah. No, it, yeah. It, it, uh, no, there's, I mean, like, I've, I've heard so many stories, like, from guys, like, the minors, and it's, it just blows my mind. I'll tell you this, I got traded once and I got rule five once, but being traded is probably the biggest trip because, you know, oh, yeah, like how did that go? Right. So it's mid season it's at the deadline. So I was getting ready. I think I was supposed to start one day. I was in Lansing, Michigan. So at that point I had gotten, uh, the Mariners were in Clinton, Iowa at that point for low mm -hmm. A. So this is the level above short season. Um, and I was, we were in on the bus about to show up to the field and we get to the stadium and my pitching coach comes back and is like, Hey, 
don't dress out today. You're in talks for trade for a possible trade. Wow. So it was like a super weird day. I was like, wait, I'm supposed to pitch. I was like, I'm not pitching. He's like, no, we can't trade a hurt player. So you're sitting out today. And so I literally, for two days, I was just like in limbo wow. of where I'm going to be. And I'm like a lower level guy. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm sitting there, whatever, on the road, right? So I ended up getting traded. Another buddy of mine on the team also got traded too to the Pirates. <laughs> so, uh, and you actually, you may remember that if you're a Mariner fan, when yep. um, the Jack Wilson, the shortstop. Yes. And Ian Snell, the pitcher. Yep. They got traded to Seattle. I was in those five minor leaguers going to Pittsburgh. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I was in that trade crazy yeah so with the the hard the hard part is i got traded on the road i had to go i had to fly back to clinton iowa get out get my name off the lease and like get my name out of the whatever the cable bill whatever i was yeah. on there was four of us in the apartment and i had to get all my stuff packed up and fly to the team that was on the road in west virginia also and meet them there and i had to figure out where i was going to live it was just like it's there's they, there's no help with that at all like so you, it's just yeah so you had to figure out like where you were going to live. Yes. And all the bills, all that stuff. Yes. So I, what all I did was a matter of a few days. Yes. I you know, usually when someone, when you get traded to a team or, you know, a new player comes in, someone's going down or yeah. wherever. So there was a room open, which is basically the kitchen or like the dining room area that I got <laughs> an air mattress for. And just, I found one of the spots that were open with three other dudes on the new team who I don't even know. And I got to live with them all of a sudden now for the season. And, and you're six foot seven. So you're yeah. sleeping on a air mattress in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I know it's, they don't help you, man. They, they just don't, you are just a number at that point. And that's another bad part about getting traded is yeah. once you leave the team that drafts you, you're no longer that new team's guy, right? Unless you're yeah. like a young high school prospect or something with years ahead of you. You're just another guy because then you go to the new organization. They have their people that they drafted that they like, that they want to move up. So their front office looks like they drafted the right dudes. There's a yeah. whole political side behind it, too. Say, were, were you always like wanting to be a professional baseball player? You know what? I played both basketball and baseball all the way through high school. I, mm -hmm. My true passion, honestly, is basketball. Like if I could have played, I, I would have done that. But I had a couple D2 offers for basketball, which yeah. I turned down because I was like, well, and I wasn't a scholarship baseball player either. So I walked on at University of Arizona. I was like a recruited walk-on, kind of like they knew I was coming, but I yeah. had no scholarship. So I was like, well, I could go play four years of D2 basketball, or I could go play D1 baseball and have a shot to play in the minors. And hope. so I just kind of made a business decision after high school. Yeah. Even though I love basketball, baseball made more sense. Yeah. Like, so, like, so is that why like you focus on more, like more than just baseball, like in your own podcast? Yeah, because I'm not a, I am not a baseball lifer, honestly. Yeah, I'm just not like I, I, I like the game. Um, you know, I, I think it's hard to be obsessed with baseball. Like once you go through the grind that I went through and like yeah, the business sure. side, it's not like playing little league where you get up and you're excited and you want, you know, it's to me, I don't know. I guess I'm just maybe jaded by the whole experience. No, I feel yeah. I, I totally understand that. I mean, like, cause I, I mean. Like, so when I was done playing uh, college baseball, I mean, like I was, I was glad that I had more time to be a fan of the game, but, but then like, as I like started like the podcast and then I learned everything. And then now, like, like I don't really watch baseball. It, yeah, it, it's hard to watch. It's more of like, I like to talk to the people and know like, 
like the behind the scenes stuff instead of like i mean like what's happening on the field right i mean like it is cool i mean like that it, that like right now like i mean because there's world series and all that but i mean like other than that it's just i mean think about that I as like, a fan though you're asking people there's 162 games and each game is three hours plus dude. Yeah. And plus playoffs, you're asking a lot out of people. Like that is a long commitment to watch a game that doesn't move that quickly, even in the game. You know, at dude, least base, football. There's baseball action, is boring. Baseball it is, is boring, so dude. boring to watch. It is. Yeah, I, I. It's hard to do unless you're there. I like going to games. It's fun going live, and you. It's, it's like an experience. Yeah. But watching a baseball game on TV, a regular season game in June. I don't, I don't know, man. This, I don't. I don't really care to watch it on TV. No, I'm with you. I'm much. That's why I I, I kind of broaden myself because I, I like I said I'm a basketball guy at heart, but I also yeah. I enjoy watching football and there's fantasy implications and golf and I, I like other stuff too. Fantasy <laughs> football right now is kicking my ass. Yeah, I hear you too. <laughs> I am. It's I a am, lot of luck, honestly. It's dude. It's it's my first year playing, and oh, it, you've never do, you've never played fantasy no, football. Nope, oh nope. wow. No, I mean like uh, I've done like fantasy baseball. Okay, but I actually almost got uh, fired from my job because uh, I was way too invested in like trades and all that stuff. So, Damn. yeah, so I'm I'm telling myself I'm never gonna play fancy like sports again. But then this year, like I got suckered into playing. Yeah, but it's a, it's I I I can't do that. Yeah, it's tough. So that's why I do podcasting. There it's you go. A lot easier. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So like how. How many episodes uh, are you in, like, on your podcast? So I just last uh, 76, I think, now. Okay. So I've done a good amount. It's one a week. I've been doing it for about a year and a half, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I try to crank out one a week. And, you know, now, like I said, I'm, I'm venturing off. I had a big guest today, Mike yeah, Martz, yep. former St. Louis Rams coach and the Super Bowl and all that stuff. So that was a big one. But they're not all like that, trust me. A lot of my guests are not big names. And yeah. that's the hard part, you know. Like, people will listen to this one because they know who he is. But, you yeah. know, I get my regulars and my, my loyal listeners will listen to each one. But it's hard to it's hard to hit big numbers when you don't have big name guests and you're a small time podcaster. You exactly. Know? It's it's I mean, like I will I'm like I will tweet at everyone. I was <laughs> like, dude, like I'm like, what will it take for for you to be my podcast? And I and I usually get like no answer. But it's but I think like in the very beginning, I mean, like because I didn't really have like too many connections. Um or I guess like besides like my like buddies like that I played with and then like that went on like to play like the minors and stuff. Yeah. But like I would send out probably about a hundred DMs a day just asking, I mean, like if they want to be on the podcast. And then I had like I had like 20 followers on Twitter. So it was just like, uh, no, I'm good, man. Like, like you like it's like it's not gonna be her anywhere. But then it just like you never know like where the podcast like is gonna go. How'd you get so many followers all of a sudden? Uh, I just tweet whatever I want. That's you do kinda, tweet a lot, so maybe just the engagement yeah, factor. It, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, it's. I mean, so like my normal job, like so, I do accounting, and so I sit on my desk all day, and then I have Twitter up. So okay. I just bullshit on Twitter. That's yeah. Sorry to my boss if she's listening to this. By the way, hopefully but no, they're not following. Oh, she, she does. Oh, okay. She, she does. But I mean, as long like, as you get your work done, she's super. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like for that, it's just, it's just pretty much like being like engaged with it. Yeah. It, it, uh, um, I learned, I mean, like, cause I'm, I'm 27. So, like, I'm like at the age, like, where like Twitter and then like all that is like, 
that was like our like prime and then like my like my space like all that stuff so it it uh i mean like i feel that i'm like really good at social media and that's kind of yeah. how i've learned to like grow stuff have you gotten any bites from anyone notable uh let's see i mean i've talked to a few guys um let's see i think honestly like so far my favorite one was probably um uh dave sims like the mariners broadcaster oh yeah yeah, yeah. super nice guy so yeah him i mean like because that was a big one like for like all the guys like up here like in the northwest oh for sure so that was and then that was before this season so it was it was i mean like before like their run and all that stuff yeah and he then, had some good clips uh in the yeah the end of the season here exactly yeah. yeah him um and then uh yeah like so jonathan perrin uh so he pretty much like helps me out like with uh, like with guys like he's played with um he got me a uh, donnie walton uh he's triple a and mlb like with the mariners like so he goes okay. up and down yeah it, it's uh i think he's my only like the highest guy so now no i have had a uh, jj puts on here you had him on there yeah oh okay i know jj a little bit yeah it, that's cool it, yeah it was uh yeah i have a funny story like about him so so my very first mariners game that i went to um he came in to uh, close the game out and he uh so he gave up uh a home run but then so then so then also so mark Teixeira was up he hit a foul ball and i caught it and i was like what are the odds like my first game like catching the ball so i was like hell yeah so and then and then jj puts a close a close the game out and then he throws the last ball like into the stands i catch that one too so yeah so and then i sent um i sent him like a message on twitter and i was like dude i have a story for you just hear me out and then i told him and then he goes i will for sure be on your podcast yeah so then really cool yeah then i still have that and i still have have his baseballs and everything so it was yeah that was, that was on my 13th birthday that's awesome man yeah so that's how yeah then we just sat on zoom for like an hour and a half and just drank the whole time and it was fun <laughs> that's cool he and i had the same agent so that's how oh I nice okay yeah. yeah 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 he's no, a, he's a good dude a- awesome guy yeah Awesome he guy. came down when he did so well so we were both with the diamondbacks at the same time yeah and i was in triple a and he was rehabbing with the diamondbacks just kind of toward the end of his career but he would come yeah. down to reno and like there's lots of casinos in reno so, so we'd go out okay. and the tables a little bit <laughs> so what okay so you were in reno in 2013 2013 yeah holy shit okay so uh were you playing for the aces when when jj started a game yeah dude i was there were you really in I Reno? Was in Reno, okay, because we were down uh, playing at a tournament at at University of Nevada Reno. Yeah, and then and then like so we had a, a off day, and then we went to a, a Aces game, and then and then we were there. Then like all of a sudden, because like we're all all from like up here, we hear JJ puts a starting. We're like, what the fuck, and then. We we're like, this is this is badass. 
No yeah. Shit. So what they, what they do is they, when there's a big leaguer that comes down and especially if it's a reliever, they let yeah. them start the game just to get them out of the way and get their work done afterwards. Yeah. So they don't make them wait till the end of the game. Yeah. So that's why he started. Um, but wow. yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. He came down to Reno for a couple of weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good. So yeah, look at that. I was in the same stadium as there you, you go, man. Like in See? 2013. There you go. We, I missed you in Yakima, but you got me in Reno instead. Hey, that, that works. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 uh, yeah, no, it's, it's definitely baseball is a small world. Like, it totally sure. is. Yeah. I guess like if you had like one guest that you really, really wanted to talk to, who would it be like in the baseball world? In the baseball world, who do who I really want to talk to? Oof, that's a good one. I mean, obviously if I'm shooting for the moon here, like I grew up a Ken Griffey Jr. fan, he was my favorite player. So if yep, I could same, get him, I mean, same, same, same. That would be it. Um, I did actually get to meet him once, but like for a second at spring training for the Mariners, because sometimes oh, yeah. the former big timers will come back and hang out in spring yeah. training. So I, I, I got to meet him once, which is cool. But the weird part was I was, you know, he's not as tall as me. So it was weird looking down on Griffey when I, like, <laughs> and I'm still in my mind looking up at him, but in physically looking down, at it was kind of funny. Uh, I was like, this is the legend I grew up, you know, watching. You, uh, you grew up looking up to him and then yes. now you're, you're actually looking no, down I look on down him. on him. Yeah. <laughs> um, who else would I want to have? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Guys, I grew up watching. I don't know. That's tough. Tough to say. I wasn't prepared for that one. See, see? <laughs> I would say Griffey. Griffey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See, that's, that's exactly like what I was telling you. Like I have the one question and then just go from there. This one was way harder. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. Because because there's a lot of I mean I'm just trying to think of guys that I grew up watching that I would really want to talk to, but like I don't know baseball. There's only a few great personalities in baseball. Exactly. If you think about it, right? Yep. A lot of these guys are much more reserved. It's not like these other sports where they're more outlandish. You know, baseball is a very you know you've been beaten down so much like adversity yep. wise. It's a game of failure. So guys are much more calm. You know, in baseball. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the. Uh, I mean, like cause sometimes like because I've had guys on. And th they're just hard to talk to. The pitchers are usually the fun ones. The position Dude, players are not. Pitchers are the weirdest people I've ever met. They're the fun met. ones. Because we why... have, like, the conversations in the bullpen we have is not about baseball, you know? Like, so it's those, oh, those kind of guys. Never. I mean, like, yeah. you never talk about baseball on the yeah. baseball field. Yeah. Normally, it's, like, conspiracy theories or, like, Dude, you know, yes. <laughs> weird those... cities you've been in. Yeah. Yep. There is, yeah. I mean, like that's why like i was glad like i was a two-way guy in college yeah so i mean like so i got like the best of both worlds oh okay yeah but it yeah i mean griffey i've i mean like i've heard like that he's like i'm mean, like that he doesn't do like any like no nah, he doesn't do any media yeah. at all really uh, -uh. i mean i could kind of see why though yeah I mean, he's ken griffey jr like right I mean, he doesn't have that personality though honestly no. he's never been that guy no we went yeah. to uh so his uh, so his number retirement uh, game, like up in Seattle, and then he he didn't talk. Like it was just like he just just like was there, just doing his thing. And then I mean, wow, yeah, yeah. I mean because I mean like up in Seattle, like he doesn't have to talk. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone knows who he is. Yeah, no, that's true. I saw he just became part owner of the yep. Mariners too. So yep. that's kind of a good thing. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean. I don't really know exactly what all that means. Yeah. I just know I, that yeah. he just invested his money in the Right. Money. He's part of the organization. So it's a good, 
could be a good thing. Yeah. It. See, like I'm trying to think of my answer to my own question. I don't know who exactly, I, man. It's not that easy. Baseball wise, I think like. I don't know. I think. Well, like current players, definitely Marcus Stroman. Okay. I, I would love to talk to him. Um. Uh. So I was listening to, a starting nine. Yeah. Podcast, and they, I mean, like, they get guys like to talk. That's kind of. But isn't that because what's his name? Is that Jared Carabas? Yeah, he, yeah, him, and then a Dallas Braden. Yeah. Oh, he's a funny guy too, Dallas Braden. Yeah, I yeah. think honestly, I think I would love to talk to, to him. Yeah, he's funny. And then there was a, and then, and then, uh, who is it? Uh, Amir Garrett. Okay, for Cincinnati. Yeah. 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 He he was a two way. He was a basketball baseball guy too okay and then he and then he actually was going to play college basketball but then he got drafted and then something like didn't work out like with his like with like the ncaa stuff so then he chose to get drafted and then he went to spring training uh thinking that he was just automatically like in the big leagues and then he shows up and there's hundreds of people and he's like what the fuck yeah he didn't realize what it takes to get up there oh yeah no but i I don't know. I mean, so how about in like football? Who who do you want to talk talk? That's a current player. I want to. Uh, I was just actually thinking about. I'll give you my football one. My basketball yeah. one would be Shaq for sure. Oh, I think he'd be fun hands, to have on hands yeah. down. Yeah, Shaq or Charles Barkley, one of those dudes. That would be fun. Um, who do I want in football? I think, dude, just watching like either. Well, not not really Eli, but having Peyton Manning on would be awesome. Oh yeah, because he can talk, right? Because he's funny, knows the game super well, but like yeah. he's fun, and like Eli is just not the same personality as, he, as Peyton. He's he's more awkward than Peyton is. Yeah, I yeah I I think for me it would, it would definitely be Marshawn Lynch. Okay, I mean Seattle guy. But okay, but I don't like the Seahawks. Oh, okay. I will never admit that I like the Seahawks. Okay. No, he he definitely would say some wild shit. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then and then I was uh and I read an article. He's actually like the NFL's player association's uh brand ambassador. Yeah. I mean, like he's a smart guy too. Yeah. Which would be awesome. No, for sure. No, I think that would be a fun one, definitely. And usually the quarterbacks are pretty good to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. But they're overrated. Well, yeah. I want true. like the other guys. I want like right. the depends who it is. Yeah. The receivers, obviously, they're the they're the also can be the most vocal. So yeah. Uh are you a big or I guess are you a, a hockey guy at all? No, I'm not. I grew up in Southern California, man. There's oh hundred percent not you are ducks not. and the kings, like yeah, not for no. me. So, so Southern California. Yeah. So, uh, so you've played against some pretty good, a uh, competition like for. Oh, dude, this is as good as it gets center. down here. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say here, Texas, Georgia, Florida, like yeah, the, obviously the the states with good weather. Oh um, yeah. But there's a lot of people that come out of Seattle, man. There's a lot of good talent out of Seattle. Yeah. Basketball and baseball. Oh yeah, baseball for sure. Yeah. I know that there's let's see, Reese McGuire uh Tim Linscombe, right yeah well because yeah because he went to UW yeah 
Yeah, he he came. So uh, so one of his teammates uh, in college is from here in Yakima. Uh, I think he's Kyle Parker. Okay. And so then, yeah, so then uh, when I was like 12 years old, um, I was, and then like, we had like a practice at like our, like I like, I like the select baseball team like I was on. And then, and then Kyle Parker brought like a small guy with like long hair like into like the facility. Yeah. And then, yeah. So then our coach, um, and our coach like asked him like what position he played and all that stuff. And he was like, Oh, well, like I'm a pitcher. And then, and then, like then he made a joke saying like, Oh yeah. Like how hard do you throw? And he's like, well, like I've, I mean, like I've hit like, like 98, 99, hundred. And he's like, no bullshit. But, uh, yep. And then he did walk- in college, man. He was yep. doing that in college. Yep. Like then we got to watch him like throw a bullpen. Dude he brings it and, and he then, was disgusting and then you're just like this guy is unreal yeah and but, with that frame and that delivery like i mean obviously you're gonna break down over time but he yeah. might have a few cy youngs i think like he was yeah yeah ridiculous i mean he yeah. do, do do you think that tim let is a hall of famer maybe uh, in like my first reaction yes but i would you know baseball is all about the numbers so it's yeah. like where does he compare numbers wise like strikeouts and wins and all that cy youngs I am how many cy youngs does he have uh, i'm sure are you looking it up yeah give me just one second i haven't tim let's go he might have two or three he he has two two cy youngs four-time all-star three-time world series uh career era three seven four which was his yeah. later years that bumped that up. Right. 110 wins. Um, that may not be enough, but the World seven, Series wins. Yeah. 1,736 strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he in, in 2008, he had 265 strikeouts, and then, tw- wow. and then 2009, 261. He was more of like a, not a flash in the pan, but he had a short dominance. You know what I mean? It was like a real yeah. five, six years of complete dominance. And then he kind of fell off. Well, cause those were the years. The giant that, years. Yeah. So yeah. 20, uh, 2008 through 2011. Yeah. I mean like his, like his, his, his ERA did not go above 2.7. Yeah. He was unhittable for a while. Tammy Linscombe. Yeah. I think I would love to have him like on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know his personality at all. So yeah, that's, you know, it, I mean, but just having I could that probably, kind of, yeah. I mean, I think I could ask him like, if he wants to like, like get stoned with me on the podcast. <laughs> that might work. I was like, dude, I will, I will ship you the Washington state stuff. <laughs> We're good. It's probably better uh, in the Bay area, dude. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I went down to uh like so my girlfriend and I uh, we went to uh, LA for um like for like a trip and then we went to Venice Beach and then I bought like a joint there and it, oh, was, okay. it was not as good as what I thought. Oh, maybe you just bought the wrong one. Dude, it was Who trash. Knows? It was trash. Yeah. Wow. At a dispensary or <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, and then she's over here like laughing at me. No, it no, it, it it uh yeah, I don't know. True. It was not it it wasn't packaged well. Oh, okay. Maybe you just went to a bad dispensary, dude. It was yeah, it, 
it wasn't good it wasn't good yeah but no it it uh it i mean like like there's it it's pretty crazy like of like the areas like areas that like that like produce the talent cali see i lived in florida for a year in 2018 and uh dude there was i mean like we went we watched like the number like the number one and number three like like high schools in america play yeah florida puts out a lot of talent yeah and they even had like d1 guys on their bench i'm like how how does that even work yeah and there's a ton of schools in Florida too, like colleges and there's just, oh, a, there's yeah. just so many dudes down there. Yeah. We went yeah. to a uh, university of Miami game. Yeah. And then you're just like, it, it's, it's, it's not fair. Oh yeah. Miami, Florida is really good. Florida state has a good program They're, I mean, they're all good. Even like Florida Gulf coast has dudes throwing, you yeah. know, like they got, they just get those random schools, like just get guys. I don't know. Do you think that, uh, do you think that guys should, should have to go to go to college before they get drafted. I normally tell people like high school kids, if you don't get like, you know, 750,000 or more, I would yeah. go to college. Like you, this, the maturity, you can't get those years back, you know, and if you're really good, you'll get drafted again. Like, you know, I, I try to push people to college if you're an athlete, because being an athlete in college is, is much different than just being a regular student. You know I mean? There's a lot of perks to being an athlete. 100%. You are so, a you are a athlete student. Right. You're a priority person. So, um but like if if you get a million out of high school, I would I would say yes to that. Like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to repeat that again, you know. Yeah. So, you can don't say cuz I wonder like what they're going to do like with the new CBA. I mean, I mean in baseball. Yeah. You mean like offering more bonus money or well, less? I mean, well, more and then yeah. also, like, I heard that they're going to change, uh, like, so instead of, like, the team control for six years, I think it's going to be, like, by age. Oh, okay. I did see that one. I think it's, like. Yeah, because you're, like I said, again, at the mercy of the organization, you're just going to be there until they, you know, let you go. Yeah. What, I guess, like, what, what was, what was the final thing for you? I mean, like, how was that? Uh, the final. Like, I guess the like, final like, straw, like, for baseball for you. Yeah. Um, so I got released from the Diamondbacks. So this is another thing that sucks. Like after the 2013 season, which was arguably one of my better years, I got to triple I was like, all right, I got a chance. I, I was going into spring training 2014 thinking I got a chance to make the big league club. I've yeah. already shown what I can do. I've already been on the 40 man. Like what else do you, what else do I need to prove? I literally was, I spent the whole off season getting ready, just like everybody else for spring training. And I show up in March and I was there for two weeks and they released me. So I just wasted six months getting ready for something that they should just let me go right away. No, they made me, I was already a a guy on the bubble. Cause again, even as well as I did the year before, I was just a number for them at that point. I was not a priority guy. So two weeks after the uh, spring training starts, I get released and I go play independent ball. And I told myself, if I don't get picked up after this 2014 season of playing independent ball, I went to long Island, New York. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm done. Like I said, I'm not a baseball lifer. You know, I was going to get married the next year. Like I was ready to, uh, I was ready to move on from baseball because yeah. it didn't matter how I did. I wasn't getting picked up again. So yeah. it was, uh, that was, I mean, that's just the business of baseball that you have zero control over it. Even if you pitch well or play well, you can't move yourself up. So and that's, and that's baseball yeah. for you. 
Yeah, that was it. I mean, I, like I said, there's guys that are still playing that are in their mid to late thirties playing independent ball. I was never going to be that guy. Like I, I just I could, never saw myself doing I that. I could not do that. No. There, I mean, cause there's a point like where like you got to say, Hey, like, like this is life. This isn't <laughs> life. No, I, I didn't want to. Yeah. I was done. Like you get tired of the off season training every year and just, yeah. the pra- I don't want to go to practice anymore. I don't want to do team defense drills anymore. You know, you get closer yeah. to 30, you're like, I'm over this shit. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. So hey, I am glad that you're doing podcasting now because you you run an absolute awesome podcast. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, I try to be as professional as possible. You know, I try to have a good flow to the episodes. So I try. Yeah, I yeah, mine's not, I mean, mine's not too too professional, but this that's is okay just, though, man. That's okay. That's a, I mean, that's but this is just like too. how I am. I that mean, style like, works too. I'm, yeah. It's it's I mean, like because I like my very first podcast. I wanted to be professional. I wanted to edit stuff and I wanted to do all that, but now I don't edit shit. I don't, I mean, I think that's actually okay. I stopped editing as much as well. I like to keep natural conversation going. I don't want to over edit the episode, you know? Well, exactly. I mean, so that's why like I have the, I have the one question and then I, and I crack. You have more questions than that though. Yeah. But like, I don't, I don't have any, any pre- questions no that's great i think i did like i did zero (laughs) zero prep work for this that's funny well that's it's going fine and you know what sometimes normal (laughs) conversations lead to good nuggets that you get exactly that's what i'm saying all i all i had to worry about was to to pronounce your name right (laughs) i did not want to butcher that yeah and that's it there you go man no it's easy no. Yeah. It's uh podcasting is great. So it's good that you're doing it as well. It's fun, man. It's, you know, it's a great enjoy, way to reconnect yeah. with people too, you know, like exactly. from the past. Oh, Oh, hundred yeah. percent. It, it, it's yeah. uh, I mean, I, I'm glad that people want to create like the content and then like, they want to, they want to chase like their dreams doing this. Like, so you're still kind of like in the game, but, but like at the end of the day, like, like if you, I'm like, if you have, if you have like priorities, like actual, like the life priorities, it's okay. Like you don't have to, I mean, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, like I can, I can, I can reschedule the podcast. Yeah. It's and, not like a live show and people can listen to it whenever they want. Yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. I mean, like I'm yeah. glad that I'm passionate about this for sure. I, same here. And also I started doing the short form content too. Like I'll post little videos that I make yeah, on TikTok. You, which you kick yeah. ass at that. Like no. I was going to ask you, I mean, like, okay. I actually had, the, uh, I was watching, uh, your TikToks like, because you have, okay. Because I think that's an awesome idea that it's just like the article. And then you just give like your short, I give you a minute because like what, what I was going to say was like, people like short form content too. Some people just want, yeah. give me a minute or 30 seconds and that's it. Tell me it all. I don't want to listen to an hour of you and someone else talk. It's fine. Some yeah. people want that. That's totally fine. Other people like the long form conversation. So that's why I do that too. But I'm trying to figure out my niche in the sports media landscape of where do I fit in the best or can I do it all? And, you know, everybody takes what they want kind of thing. Like how, how long does it take you? Like, I guess like the prep, if you do for the TikTok stuff. Yeah. So you know, normally it's like, eh. what for me, I do a lot of those green screen videos. So it's just me in front of yeah. a picture behind me. And so it's just finding the right videos and like the way I want to tell the story. So maybe the whole process takes like a half an hour, maybe an hour, I would say. 
just because then you got to go back and listen to each clip. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a pain in the ass, but um, I try to, you got to have a good hook to the beginning of the video. So people will stay. Cause like the TikTok people are like, if you don't have something good in the first three seconds, they're out. Like they're, yeah. they're moving on. So I tried yeah. that. I yeah. think I, I think I put on like one three minute clip of one podcast, but then I was just like, you know what? this is not my thing. Like I'm not going to yeah. do this. No, that's okay. Just because... And I take a minute. I, I try to, so I have a buddy that does some of my producing also. Okay. And I just send him the clips that I want from the episode. So the, I post episode clips and I post like more storytelling sports news clips too. Okay. So I do a little bit of both there. Yeah. And you kick but... absolute ass. No, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It's awesome. I'm trying to get into this world, you know, I'm trying to, you know, use my background, but also like figuring out being comfortable on camera and on the microphone and see yeah, how, you know, you got to get comfortable on camera, which is not easy for everybody. No, it, 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 it gets very like, well, I make mean, at first, like it was very like nerve wracking. I mean, like, so I have like a natural stutter and then like, so I used to go to like, I used to go like to speech therapy classes and like all this stuff. And like, I hated talking in front of people, but sure. I mean like, but like doing this, like it's like a one-on-one -on -one conversation about yeah. something that we're both passionate about. Yeah. And, and I can drink beer. So it's just like, <laughs> it's just like a, it's a conversation at the bar. For sure. That's exactly what it is, but that's good. You want people to feel that comfortable when they're talking to you also, you know, oh, so that's good. hundred percent. Yeah. Now it's just, dude, podcasting to the moon. I agree, man. It's just, you know what? There's so many podcasts now. I think that's the hard part. If I had to give you the downside, it's very saturated. It's very saturated. You, you just have to get so lucky for the right person to see you or want to promote your episode with you. You know, it's just, it's a tough gig. Yeah. But it's, Hey, I think yeah. that that's like the fun part for me is, to, is like, how can I separate myself? Yeah. So, are you wanting to take it further? What do you want? Are you uh, have goals for it or anything? Or just mm, for now, just, just for now, just do this. Yeah. I mean, see how it goes. It's kind of, I mean, like I do it kind of like, kind of selfishly. I mean, I guess like, like, so I can talk to people, Yeah. but I'm like, but then again, also I want to give the people like a voice too. So it's you're, like, you're doing both, man. You're giving people a chance to tell their story too, which is, which is yeah. great. Well, yeah. Cause that's the thing like about having, having like, like, like a podcast, like that you have guests on is that like, is that like, you don't get to tell like your own story. So it's kind of like. I mean, like, I like, I love being on like other people's podcasts. Like it's, yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah. No, then, it, it is. For and sure. then like, then because I take, I take ideas, like, or I guess like, like it's not like ideas, but like the formats, then I kind of like, kind of put them into my own and it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. No, that's what it should be. Right. It should be fun. You want, I always try to think of like, would someone want to listen to this? You know, that's what I always think in the back of my mind. Do people want to hear this person's story? So I always try to keep that in mind when I'm making my stuff. Yeah. See, mine's, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, like, cause like, I'm kind of like that, but then again, it's just like, I want to hear your story. Right. Right. So, and then I'll just hit post. Yeah. And it, it just, it just goes. No, that's, it's totally good. And if you want to hear it, then I'm sure other people want to hear it too. So, Hey, there you go. Yeah, if, so. if you're a baseball fan and you don't know about, you know, if you have a lot of minor league guys on, or if you have ex big leaguers, like baseball is kind of a mysterious thing. It is. So it is just one big family. That's like related to the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it. All the pictures out there. Yeah. 
Uh, so let's uh, let's uh, wrap it up a little bit. Yeah. So one more question. Yes, you're okay. allowed. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So let's say, uh, theoretically, so let's say that you are on the verge of uh, just being done with baseball, and you are in the minor leagues, and you want to keep playing, but you don't. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> you want to keep playing, but you don't. Uh, okay, like, like you want to you want to continue chasing your dream, but there's the point where you have to make that tough tough decision. What? Uh, okay, yeah. Like, so let's say like that you were in that spot. I mean, yeah, you were, but like, like you knew like immediately like that you weren't gonna. Be, I like, think you just long term. I think you just feel it. I think you just know, like, do I really want to come back for another season after this? I think that's what I was thinking, you know, plus based on your age, where you're at in relationships, you know, where you're at in your career, like, do you know if you've hit your ceiling or not? If you start bouncing around and they start, you know, you can just see the writing on the wall. They're not going to move you up. I think you can get it if you're self-aware and you're honest with yourself. And I would just talk to coaches too. Like, Hey, you know, they might not tell you the real answer because they want to keep you around, but you know, what are my chances of making it, you know, talk to anybody court, my minor league coordinators, you know, they like to blow smoke up your ass too, you know, but yeah. Um, the more you talk to people about it, I think you can always write down the pros and cons list, which is something people do when they have tough decisions to make and just say, yeah. Hey, what are the pros of me continuing to play right now? Do I still love the game? You know, if not, then that's an easy decision, but if you still love the game, um, you want to give it one more shot, whatever. I just think you go to your support system if you have one, or if not, mm-hmm. you seek somebody out that can help you. Um, it is a really tough decision. It's not like leaving a job. It's you're leaving your identity behind. That's really what this is about. Because a lot of these guys, and a lot of the dudes that played baseball only played baseball, single sport athletes their whole life. Yep. I was not a single sport athlete. I played multiple things. So yeah. it didn't crush me that I wasn't playing baseball anymore. I think it was the schedule and the structure that I lost. That was the hard part. So yeah. I think it comes down to you. I think, you know, when you're done, that would be my answer. Hey, well, that's a great <laughs> answer. Nailed I tried it. to give you a full of an answer as I could. I liked it. I liked it. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. No, it was great. I appreciate you having me on. Always fun to, to chop it up and tell stories and, and talk baseball, man. Hey, have, have a great night. Take care. Yes, thank you. You too. Just tag me whenever you want to share. And if anyone listening out there wants to follow me, it's at two, on Twitter, it's at Two Tall Sports. Instagram, TikTok, it's at Two Tall Sports Podcast. So you can find me there. Add them up. Add them up.